My name is Laura Parker, and I am Sienna's grandmother. She calls me Mima. Yeah, I call her Mima, but Grandma works too. This is my Mima, Laura Parker. In this episode of Faces of Resilience, my Mima shares the story of my Grandpa Ben. When I was younger, he was someone who I always looked up to. He made a strong impact on mine and my Mima's life. Their life together began with lights, music, and the dance floor. Oh, we, um, Grandpa and I meet in a, in a, in a, in a party with friends, and that's why we started our relationship. He was a nice guy. He was an ex-sergeant from Army, and he was a very healthy, he, he comes from a very healthy family. His mother passed away two years ago at age 103. When they met, my Mima was a single mother raising four kids. She felt that she needed someone to spend the rest of her life with. My Grandpa Ben was just that man. Things were going great until, suddenly, everything changed, which made their world turn upside down. Oh, my God. It was something like I, I was in check for a long time, and I couldn't even believe because he, every year he used to see, see uh, his doctor for physicals, and they never find out nothing until, like, in, in 2010, the last physical because he was suffering from heartburns and heartburns and oh my god that you know that you know pain in my chest that pressure and i don't know what it is that feeling uh full when i'm not even eating nothing and and this one my doctor sent me for like an endoscopy and the endoscopy was the one who find out about his um his tumor um when he was diagnosed with cancer he was like uh, he just like you know he didn't react like a, I was like more in shock than him. He even as the doctor was, how long I'm gonna leave? And then the doctor says, Well, you know what, uh, Mr. Parker? Pues we don't know. As days passed, Ben began to get weaker, and spent more time in the hospital than he had ever had. And it was very hard because when we go and see the doctor, they testing and everything, and they said that he was already at the fourth uh, stage of cancer. And this cancer is very aggressive. It's one of the sixth nationwide killer. And, and there's more cases in men than women. And it's so so horrible. They're um, terrible. My husband passed with a lot of stuff. And um, I remember when they, they test him, they was, the doctor said, I am Sorry, I am your doctor, but I can do nothing about, about you know, to help you. Four words. I can't help you. Four simple words that can change a person's outlook on life forever. Not for my grandpa. Instead of grieving, he stayed positive, even though he was going through this struggle. His fight and resilience gave him strength. And it gave strength to his loved ones who surrounded him. He started uh, suffering uh, with a lot of chest pain and um, heartburns, a lot of heartburns for everything, heartburns and also um, <coughs> difficult swallowing, dysplasia, which is a difficult swallowing. And um, the doctor told him that, um, yes, that his, his tumor was very big. My grandpa's tumor grew so large that it got to the point where he couldn't even swallow without being in pain. Yeah, the day that they said we were there for like 
almost 10 hours, and doctors come in and out to his room, and then at the end of the afternoon, maybe around 6 o'clock, they, they told him that, um, that there was nothing to do, that they can do nothing to help him, that because we, they, he was, you know, in the last stage, and they can do nothing, nothing to help him, so there was when they referred him to, to the, uh, the hospice services. Oh my God, I, I, I can't even explain with words how sad, how, oh, I feel like um, the whole world came on top of me. I've been very, very sad and I don't know how to react. I really don't know what to say, what to do. I was like I'm in shock. And, uh, but thanks to, I started calling my daughter, your mother, and and all the rest of my family to help me to, to digest and the news is a bad, you know, news. Hospice services helped him feel better and feel more comfortable in his last days. And then we decided to to have these services uh, at home. So he was, um, we went we went home and then the hospital sent bed and sent all the equipment for him to be, to be uh, having everything, his need, you know, and without getting out of the bed because it was difficult for him to walk. We have to, you know, he used to go outside and in a wheelchair. We take him outside in a wheelchair and, yeah, we just, you know, wait for every three, four hours, depending on his pain. We um, he put the patches, you know, like morphine patches and also there's some, some like a rub, unwind that you can rub in your arms instead of the patches more often and it was like... Um, very, um, very strong medication for painkiller pain for cancer patients. As time passed, my grandpa was getting worse and was down to his final days of life. He was a few, a few days in the hospital, so when we went to his, the house for uh, hospice services, then all the family always visiting and friends always, he was surrounded by family and friends. And still, you know, he barely talks, but he enjoyed our company. We always make him laugh, and his last mom days, he was, you know, enjoy it. Being around the family and friends and talk about everything, what he did before. And so he had a, a good last, last months of life. Ben's story lives through his family's heart. He was resilient during difficult treatments and physical pain. Such strength inspired his wife to stay strong and carry on after his passing. His actions even touched the hearts of his co-workers and all that met him. His story shows that even after death, we can make an impact through our legacy. I, I, I admire him because he never complained. He, he went through a lot of medications and, and you know, like, morphine patches and rough stuff in her son for pain because he was suffering a lot of pain but he never complained I never saw him saying something bad no he was very like a, well if it you know it's my time it's my time and he was very brave I really you know was surprised the way he was behaving all the time he always you know letting me know that you know I'm not going to be here Laura I'm going to leave pretty soon and I want you to enjoy your life 
continue living, go see your beautiful family with your grandkids and everything. Go enjoy life because you're going to be here, and I'm not, but you enjoy your life.